It's time for Swinging Blindly, the show where PJ and Blaze make their bold baseball predictions. Once in a while, they'll hit a home run. Sometimes they'll hit a grounder or fly ball somewhere, but most of the time they're going to swing and miss. Strike three, you're out. Here he is, stepping into the batter's box, the man with the plan, who roots for a team with a late legend named Stan. It's not unusual for him to lead off, B.J. Geary. A show with a couple of Joe Schmoes, bringing you what you don't even know that you need. We have info for days, even when... We are in a daze, but that will never phase us here as we swing blindly for the fences and don't ever care where it goes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of probably the best baseball podcast you could find anywhere. It is the Swinging Blindly podcast with Yours truly, PJ, and my good friend, Blaze. Blaze, how the heck are you? I, You know what? I, I did that I did that intro, and I didn't think it was going to be that great, but it was short and sweet, I thought. It, it, was, it was adequate. I would say it was adequate. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm doing fine. Uh, it's, it's good to be here wherever you get your podcasts, and, of course, via the Pacifica Radio Network of Low Power FM radio station. So uh, good as always, my guy. It's, uh, you know, a little bit of extra time away that we're not uh, used to when uh, doing these shows. Uh, you know, hard to believe that three weeks ago we had a guest on, uh, Brett. and Shout out Brett, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that, that was a really good show where yeah. he and I, and- we went back and forth about the Yankees and I had my take and I still stand by it about uh, Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman. Um, you, I, you know, I, I think you guys did, you might not believe it, but I think you guys ended up becoming best friends by the end of it. So, uh, Oh, I, I would, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. no, it was a really good show and I really appreciate you uh, bringing us together as baseball yeah. seems to do. There you go. And you know what? Great way. Uh, <laughs> I was loud enough that people heard me, but <laughs> you cracked me up with uh, <laughs> that was adequate. But <laughs> you know, our, our, our um, yes, no, I would agree. Our, our our show with Brett, I think, was more than adequate, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was I, terrific. I have. It was nice for me to bring two like-minded baseball fans together, and. You know, we got what we got, and he's in. You're both an entertaining uh, fellows, and you made we made the best of it. So yeah, and definitely we'll have it back on, and you for know, sure, I think we'll and have others. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that, it's hard to believe. I mean, because we've been taping shows now for what about Dude. four years or so. Yeah, yeah, hard to believe, and that I was the first so, time we'd ever had a guest on. And shout out to us, went very well. It did. It could have. It could have gone worse, <laughs> knowing us. But it, it didn't. <laughs> right. It's hard enough. It's hard enough to do a show, and sometimes <laughs> it comes across when you are 
in two completely different places and you're doing yeah. this stuff over you know over phone or zoom like we like we have all except for one time and then mm-hmm. when you when you add a, a guest into that when this is the first time we had ever had a guest no it, it really went quite well yeah but so shout out brett shout out the yankee fans i guess but today blaze as we as we promise it is it's in our we, we tell you we we have our homerism and we we touch on that every show but we are a show that dedicates itself to covering the entire game of this wonderful sport we we all love and i figure you know we're not quite there we were talking off air we're not quite at the quote unquote quarter mark and you actually said it to me just a minute ago memorial day is kind of like where the first kind of gauge of how the season is going kind of goes and i and i appreciate and i agree with you but such as such as this show we're recording it when we're recording it we're going to talk the entire league place and what better way to do so than go through the roundup as i'm calling it the standings roundup where i'm going to go through exactly what it sounds like we're going to go through every division talk where every team is sitting as of right now and uh we'll you know we'll give a little uh you know some insight some surprises maybe or even just a a couple of sentences on on our thoughts on each division and we'll we'll go from there does that sound uh like something you're willing to do it absolutely does as we tape this on mother's day and certainly happy oh, yeah. mother's day Shout out the moms yeah and you know not only you know to the moms but the people out there you know the you know the dads who are single parents that are also having to do yeah. you, you know the the stuff yeah you know of moms and and I I think that's a very important thing to point out and I do the same thing for father's day as well but I wanted to mention that we are taping this on Mother's Day because you know Major League Baseball they they do the pink yeah, bats and so all that good. stuff for for breast cancer awareness and so good. this is what our barometer is as PJ starts to sound from the batter's box and goes around, uh, hey. you know, with the standing. So th- this is uh, when when we, uh, as he's giving you the standings, this is what we're we're looking at, just to and, contextualize it for you. And just on that, you know, uh, just another shout out because we couldn't be doing what we're doing right now had it not been for the moms in our life. So. No doubt. Just a huge shout out. And I love just, and you brought it up. I love the pink on Mother's Day and just for breast cancer awareness in general, whenever they do that type of thing. Absolutely. Just so it, the pink bats and it's like, it's always so, I mean, Hey, my guy, Nolan Arnato homered with the pink bat today. And you don't think that I loved it. I, of course I loved it. So uh, just very cool. And, and it's just uh just shout out shout. Out. And like you said, we'll do the same thing on Father's Day. So. You know, we won't we won't discriminate. But today happens to be the day for the mothers out there. And shout out to all you. So definitely worthy of said shout out and said couple minutes spent on that. But as you said, Blaze, and as I alluded to, let's go around the league with our standings round up. Uh, you know, let's just start right up. Why don't we just get it out of, out of the way here with uh we could even include your Homer minute in this. We'll start right at the AL East. We have, I'll go bottom up. 
we have the Orioles sitting 15 and 19, Rays 18 and 17, Blue Jays 17 and 16, your New York Yankees 18 and 16. And I think what will be the surprise for both of us, arguably the surprise of Major League Baseball so far into this young season, the Boston Red Sox with the best record place in the Major Leagues at 22 and 13 sitting here. On Mother's Day 2021, three and a half games in first place. What are your thoughts? How about we do this? Give me your thoughts on the AOEs as a whole, and then why don't you just hop right into your thoughts on the Yankees so far? Well, I look at this division as a whole. Obviously, Orioles 15 and 19. They're better than what I thought they would be. Oh, yeah. Uh, Toronto and Tampa Bay, they are around where I thought they would be. The Yankees certainly are not where I thought they would be. I, oh, wow. you know, they're. Th- this is a team that once the bats start clicking and if the pitching keeps it up, look out, look out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think you're starting to see that arrow point up. But the Red Sox unquestionably are the surprise of the American League. Would I call them the surprise of Major League Baseball? Probably not. There's a team in the NL West that I think is a surprise in the absolute other. Well, you know, they, actually, I can make a case that there are two teams in the NL West that are equally surprising with one arrow pointing up as I point toward the camera and one arrow pointing <laughs> down as I point back toward me. Um, <laughs> just to kind of describe for radio the, the hand oh, gestures okay. that I was doing. Yeah, uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, because... That's just what blind people do. We point and describe. <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 so it's 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 really interesting to see, you know, where this division is. Do I think the Red Sox are going to keep it up? No, I don't. I think as time goes along, because it is such a long season, that pitching is in due time going to get exposed, and the bottom is going to fall out. But We'll see what happens with Tampa Bay. They've clearly taken a step back. Although we, as Yankees, as the Yankees, we play Tampa Bay uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week. So Tampa's probably oh, going to get great. healthy if if the script keeps uh, continuing the way it has, which obviously doesn't make me happy. But we'll we'll just have to wait and see with it all. Yeah. No, I I. I... I echo the same sentiment with the Red Sox, as, but at the same time, I do want to shout out uh, Bethel, Connecticut native, They're the Red Sox closer, who actually was named AL Reliever of the Month, Matt Barnes. Shout yeah. out Matt Barnes. Went to high school with him, as I believe I mentioned. You have, yeah. Before. And, uh, but just, just overall, pitching very well, and that's kind of been the reason why they're there. Um, why they are where they are right now is is – in large part thanks to the pitching. Yeah. Um, and I do kind of – I'm in the same boat. I, I do believe over a full season that it kind of water reaches this level type deal. But, hey, it this is – and I said it, and I think I, I think you're not wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on the, the – AL or sorry, the NOS teams that I believe you're speaking of. But – very, very. I mean, this is not at all where we thought the Red Sox would be. Uh, Thirty-five games into the season, no question so, about it. And it you is, know, uh, 
you, you're talking about high school stuff. Yeah. Mike Brousseau of the Tampa Bay Rays ended Sean Manaya's bid uh, with the Oakland A's. Uh, he ended his no hit bid. They were high school teammates. Oh, what? Isn't that? How it's, funny uh, is um, that? The, uh, well, they were in high school because it's very, you know, Jack Flaherty. This is a quick little tangent. You know, it's very well documented. Jack Flaherty, Lucas Gilito, and uh, and Max Fried, Freed, Freed, Freed. all went to yeah, all went to the same high school. It's like, how, first of all, how did that high school team ever lose a game with those three guys? But <laughs> that's the, a good question. Yeah, but um, Flaherty actually hit his first career home run the other day off of former teammate Austin Gomber, who the Cardinals traded to the Rockies in the steal of the century or an auto trade, which we'll get to. Um, and you're not being a hyperbole or dramatic when you say steal of the century. You're not. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. So we'll, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to jump the gun. We have other divisions to talk about, please. So that was the AL East. Uh, why don't you know what? Well, what, what I want to do is we'll just hop right to the NL counterpart. We'll go right to the very confusing NL East, <laughs> so us included, calling it one of the better divisions in baseball. And it, if you look at it the way it currently sits, it's uh, it's quite an interesting little conglomerate of a division. Dare I here. say it's right now the worst in baseball? Exactly, exactly. Thank you. The, we have the Washington Nationals, who were just uh, do they. They, yeah, they played. They had uh, the Yankees again today. Yeah, we we took two out of three back to back walk offs. Uh, Stanton yes, with, with yes. the base hit, and uh, it was a beautiful oh, game yeah. today. Yeah, didn't even really let you get into your homer minute, so you could do no, that. No, that's if you okay. Want. No, no. Okay. I mean, I we can wait. I pretty. We'll wait. I yeah, I, we'll wait. I gave you the 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 homer thirty, yeah. if you will. So yeah, you kind of it was like the cliff notes of the homer minute. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I gave you the homer thirty, and that's fine. <laughs> That's fair. They had the Washington Nationals, 13 and 17. The Miami Marlins, 15 and 18. The Braves of Atlanta, 16 and 17. And third, the Phillies, 18 and 16. And the Mets, and for those wondering why this is the way it is, as if you remember, the Mets uh, had their opening weekend postponed. So they sit in first at 16 and 13 man please what do you make of this NL East I mean you kind of you kind of touched on it it's the record wise the worst division in baseball and just very strange well you have to remember too that opening weekend it was the Mets and the Nationals, and the Nationals and there was yes, the the yep. covid stuff with with Washington mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's a, what this division has proven to us not that we didn't need the proof necessarily. True. Was that health is key. Depth is key. And this division has had neither. Very, very strong point, Blaze. And I don't like to always agree with you. And so far I have. that. That is, I think that's a word that doesn't get, I don't think it gets tossed around enough, especially in the opening uh, goings of the season, is depth. Yeah. And... and- I really couldn't have put it in a more succinct way than what I just did. I mean, look at how badly beaten up the Braves are. Look at, I mean, the Nationals 
I know that this team is going to come around. I saw signs of that over the weekend against the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, and, and even even in the losses, I saw signs of improvement. I mean, man, Juan Soto is just one of the most dynamic players mm-hmm. we probably will ever see. Yeah. He's so exciting oh. to watch. I mean, look at Scherzer. I mean, 35, 30s, however the heck old he is. And, and he's, dude, that he's still dealing 11 strikeouts of the Yankees. Can this is, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to start coming up. I mean, we're not quite there until the, the, the rumor mill necessarily, but I've been, I've been following it as considering he is a St. Louis native. So, but the Scherzer train, that's going to, the Yankees and the Cardinals, man, he's, it's going to be tossed around. Could potentially see him pitching in one of the in one for one of our teams. I I hope he uh, goes to the Cardinals, and I'll tell you why. Because I I think that <laughs> someone of his caliber ended at home. You know he's earned he's earned that right. Yeah. And I'm sorry the the Yankees rotation has had enough question marks. I don't want someone in their mid to late thirties. I don't want to sign someone. Who's in their mid to late thirties to a contract? I don't. I, I'm I I appreciate that take, and, I, and it's very easy for a Yankee fan to just say, "No, give me give me that that fresh prize." And and I mean, we both know he's a talented guy, but yeah, he is of that elk. He is getting up there. It would be tough to justify in certain situations, but uh, I mean, it's going to be something we look at. It's going to be something we're going to be covering for sure. Here on the Swing Bonnie podcast. Yeah, so. I mean, maybe if the Kluber experiment pays off. Yeah, yeah. Which they, the yeah. arrow's pointing up on that. Maybe I'd be a little bit more open <laughs> robot to that. Kluber. <laughs> maybe I'd be a little bit more open to that. Yeah, he is a bit robotic. I didn't realize that. <laughs> but I, you know, I don't need him to have personality. I need him to go no. out there and pitch his butt off every five days. <laughs> exactly. We're um, not here. You're you're not here to make me laugh. You're here to you're here to pitch, right? <laughs> you know? Right. Corey Corey Kluber is not someone who's going to go up there on a stage and do stand up comedy and nail no. it. He's just he's, not that guy. And that's he's not okay. like you who could do that without even blinking. Well, actually, uh, I I tried and I was really? so yeah. A few years ago, I tried and I was so nervous and I. Drank oh. too much whiskey, and I oh, like I like I had a couple of good lines. That'll but, do it. Uh, you know, I I just I don't know. You have to do that again. The people here, including myself, please, especially now with, I mean, you carry yourself so well. I I couldn't. I could. I can only imagine it would only go better if you were to give it another shot. Well, here's the thing. I'm not one of those people because stand up, you kind of have to plan out your humor i'm not really mm-hmm. good at that mm-hmm. I, yeah you're more of you're more you, I, you fight from the hip better than anybody yeah i i don't know about anybody but yeah i well, i i take I, i'd say so like and that's just how i am as a person i'm very much like okay let's just let's just go with it i don't yeah i i am not someone who does good like if I'm practicing for a presentation or what i do you terrible are, in practice. yeah you're the Costello. Like, yeah, like I need yeah. that pressure in my face. You need my abbot. I'll be the abbot. You'll be the okay. Stuff, right? All right, yeah. sounds 
Sounds good. So uh, we'll work on it. But anyway, we'll so, get to the AL Central. Yeah, so to the AL Central, who's in first? <laughs> oh, you, you dog. You, were, you just, you did that on purpose. That was, oh man, you are, these people don't even realize the comedic genius that they're listening to. We have the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they're here to listen to a baseball podcast, not not for you to. That's boost fair. My ego. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on tour later. All right. Um, sounds, we have the, sounds good. We have the worst team record wise <laughs> in the major leagues in the AL Central Blaze, the Detroit Tigers, ten and twenty four. And boy, did they look at. Yeah. Yikes. Um, the Twins, oh. who a surprise for both of us, I believe, twelve and twenty. The Royals, which another surprise that who were they were off to a hotter start and now have kind of fizzled off a little bit, especially after these last one and nine in the last ten. I'll the, do it to you, yeah. The Royals sixteen and seventeen, and then the top, the Indians eighteen and fourteen, and the Chicago Tony Larusa led Chicago White Sox nineteen and thirteen. Um, I don't know. My, I mean, I'll just give my thoughts really quickly. First of all, I kind of said it. Twins, definitely a surprise seeing them where they're at. Royals, who, if you if we had done this a week ago, probably would have gotten more of a surprise because they were hot as all hell with uh, Mr. Matheny uh, behind a couple of NL Central figureheads there in the AL Central, as we discussed. But, I, I mean, not really much of a surprise at the top. I think we kind of both uh, thought the White Sox would be around, sniffing around there. And Indians, man, they've been they've been sneaky good, and and not even sneaky. They're sitting there in second, eighteen and fourteen. But I think that they have staying power. So an they interesting have, division to say the least. They I have think it's staying right up power. Front of the middle. Yeah. Yep. They have staying power if their pitching can keep it up. Their offense exactly. is not good. They're no. not good at all. Uh, just the one, just Ramirez. It's basically it. Yeah, and how about this as a storyline? And we didn't talk about it yeah. early on, but you yeah, have exactly. Matheny yep. managing against his old manager and Larissa. Yeah. Like how, that's cool. That. That's cool. It is to me. cool. Yeah, and, and, I'm here for it, man. Yeah, and uh, dude, this Detroit Tigers team might be the worst freaking team <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. I. I saw oh, them last. Mean. I'm not being mean. I'm okay, not okay. being mean. But okay. I saw this team against the Yankees, and yeah. this team looked like they were. The Yankees got the sweep there, right? Oh yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. like it wasn't, like it wasn't just a sweep. Like, like we took the broom, we we took the Swiffer with the <laughs> dustpan, the vacuum, the whole thing, man. You it, whacked him across the head. I mean. <laughs> I mean, this Tigers, this Tigers team is at, they're it's atrocious. Bad. It's bad. They are God awful. I thought the 2003 Tigers were bad. This team might be worse. They very well them, might be worse. And I'm not it's, exaggerating. It's them. And, and I, I think, oh no, well, we had said the Orioles. So who are performing way better than the expected. Orioles look like they're major leagues compared to these guys, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Tigers! Hey, this is what you get. We, we promised you we would talk about every team. So if we're, if you know, we're, we're we, we keep it real, right? I mean, yeah, we'll keep it real. I, I mean, sorry. I'm I'm sorry that 
that Detroit, because I, I walked around in Detroit about 10, 11 years ago. I was out oh, in yeah? that area for, uh, for nice. uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was off the top of my head. But, dude, it just it has an area of just, like, you just walk around it. It, it actually has a feeling of depression in the air. At least it did 11 oh, years no. ago. Like, I'm not trying to hate on Detroit. I'm not. I'm not saying you are, but I love this thing. But it's this is why you're the best. This is why you're the best in the biz. I feel sorry for their fans. If I were the best in the biz, uh, we'd be paid to do this. That's we're fair. not. Um, you know, we're on community radio and you know, trying to get our foothold in, in the podcasting world. So, shout out Pacifica Network. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, like Abba, take a chance on us, please. So, hey, dancing the, queen. <laughs> Yeah, well, oh uh, no, I think we're both dancing queens. Oh well, oh boy, yeah, oh. yikes! That one time at blind camp. Um, <laughs> oh Lord, all right, NL Central. NL Central. Oh, <laughs> Whew, we have. <laughs> oh, the NL Central. Do you say? Yeah. Let's talk about the NL Central. The Pirates. 14 and 19. The Reds, who off to a hot start, have since cooled off a little bit. 15 and 16. This is a division we said would would probably be the worst, and it's actually looking like one of the more competitive. Um, the Cubs, 500, 17 and 17. The Milwaukee Brewers, a cool two games back at 19 and 16 of Blaze, the first place and best record in the National League. The 21 and 14, seven games above 500, St. Louis Baseball Cardinals. Yes, that is who is in first place. That is who has the best record in the NL here on Mother's Day 2021. Blaze, what else do I have to say other than that? They're in first place. Nolan Arenado hit another home run today. Adam Wainwright, who's like 45 years old, it pitched eight and a third inning, three hit baseballs, zero runs. I, I what do you want me to say? Like Adam, I am Adam real- Wainwright is the PB and J of baseball. Like like Ooh. all reliable, man. He, he he's just with he, Yachty, who's back. Yachty missed some time. Uh, yeah. and Yachty is back. And Yachty has five Yachty hit four home runs. In 42 games last Okay, year. I understand your zeal and whatnot, but if no, I did not. a homer 30, you got to do a homer 30 also. Dang it. Okay. We'll <laughs> I love the Cardinals. I love Yadier Molina. And I love Adam Wainwright. And I love... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before I'm done, Nolan Arenado... Blaze, did you know this really quick? Nolan Arenado is, in fact, a St. Louis Cardinal. I, I did. Okay, I good. did okay. know that. And, and look, I mean, Great. it's no surprise. I, I mean, th- there's such a well-balanced team as yeah. we head to the AL West. Thank you. And you could talk about the Cardinals whenever you want. Interrupt me if you feel like it. Um, well, no, I'm just AL- I'm just being fair with the Homer stuff. I know, I know, I know. But, you know, I'm excited. Can I be excited? I, you, you, I, I, you're, you're certainly allowed to be excited. I, I felt like I gave you the space to be excited. You did, you did. But and I and I tried to embellish, but all right. So I, now I, hush I, up and move on. Let's go. Okay. 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 <laughs> we have the. <laughs> we have the. <laughs> you son of a gun. AL West. We have the the traitor, the tre- treacherous 
the Los Angeles Angels. Ah, uh. the fourteen and eighteen Angels. That yeah, I mean, we have more. We'll get to it. I I forgot about that, and I'll have that in our next segment. But the Angels fourteen and eighteen. Uh, the I love it. Very good division. Now that I'm looking at these records, Texas Rangers eighteen and eighteen, the Mariners eighteen and seventeen, Astros eighteen and sixteen, and the first place and one of the better teams in baseball, Oakwood Athletics twenty one and fourteen. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty uh, pretty gosh darn incredible uh, with the uh, with the Oakland A's. It uh, yeah. uh, absolutely is no question about it. Uh, buy a little time because there is a clip that I want to get. Uh, that's actually yep. very. Uh, it was from this week in history, uh, right. and it involves uh, an Oakland A. So oh. uh, I'm gonna just uh, turn down my my mic for a second and yeah, uh, give give your thoughts, and I'll I'll let you know when I have the clip, and I'll set it up and play it. Oh, for the yeah yeah no, so awesome. yeah so for, go for ahead here yeah okay yeah <clears throat> no I mean. This is a division I think that we're going to have to keep an eye on. Now, as I said, clearly record-wise, the most competitive division in baseball. Um, those top three teams, A's, Astros, and Mariners, are right in the thick of things. I don't, I don't foresee the Rangers being able to have enough firepower to stick around, and clearly not the Angels, which I have something to say about in our once we're done with this roundup. But uh, those A's, man, that's a team. I think we both touched on it too before the season. It's a team to watch for sure. It it absolutely is no yeah. no question about it. It's, uh, you know what, what they what they've done and and what they uh, continue to and do. You would uh, said it, the it shot, you had really quite remarkable. I yeah, it, yeah, he actually had a perfect game at one point. Yeah. He was humming along, and then and then he had to walk and and all that stuff. I, I, I don't know about you, but like if I ever hear just as a baseball nut, if I if there's a guy with like a, a no hitter or perfect game, like after five or six innings, you know, sometimes you get like the little updates or uh, or, you know, you'll find out about it as it's going on. I love like it doesn't obviously it doesn't have to be the Cardinals. I I'm just such a baseball nut. I will turn on any game that has anything like that happening because I want to be. I want I want to say that I was like listening or watching when that happened, you know. So I I, I always and we've had a couple of them. We'll get to that. It's like we'll get to that after the standings. But uh, but it's been a year for moments like that, and we're even, we're just in the beginning of May. So it's no been, doubt it's about been, it. Yeah, I yeah. can't find. Uh, I'm having a little bit of hard time finding the the clip that I was looking for. Oh, no. But basically, no, it's all good. Uh, okay. It was Ricky Henderson on. Um, it, it was. Uh, oh, uh, he uh, right around this time he broke the uh, Lou Brock yes. stolen base record, nineteen ninety one. It was a it was a fantastic yes, call. Yes, the, the stolen base wizard. Yes, yes. This happened. This was probably what like a week or so ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I remember seeing. Yeah, I thing. I want to try and find this this clip again if I can. Um, it, you I know, know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, why don't you run through the uh, NL West here, and I'll, I'll I'll give this another shot here. Yes, yeah, yeah. We'll hop on over to finish it off with our with our our league roundup as we do because we tell you and we we're, 
We'll never steer you in the wrong direction. We cover every team here. We love our Yankees and our Cardinals here on Swinging Blindly with PJ Blaze, but we cover every single team because we have something to say about every single team. So the NOS, we have the lowly Rockies who came in and got embarrassed by the Cardinals as they pay Nolan Arnato to hit home runs against them. That's another story for another day. 12 and 22. We have the Diamondbacks who were off to a great start with uh, behind and shout out them. Shout out Carson Kelly. Be a very, very good start for the former Cardinal catcher. 15 and 19 there in Arizona. Padres, 18 and 16. Dodgers, 18 and 16. And then one of the other, probably the team you were referring to, one of the bigger surprises, the San Francisco Giants, 20 and 13. Yeah, who who would have thought that? Who uh, would have thunk? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have the clip here. This okay. is yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. this is from A's Radio. Uh, you may want to turn down your your headphones on Go your side. Mute. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, turn turn off your mic. You'll you'll hear the the okay. clip and everything. Uh, so this is uh, how it sounded. It was on May first, nineteen ninety one, at Oakland Coliseum, courtesy of A's Radio. The A's having come from behind. A three, a one nothing deficit. Ricky goes. A pitch taken. He's going to have it. He does. Ricky Henderson, no contest, steals third base, jerks the bag from its moorings, and holds it aloft, representing number 939. That was the late Bill King on the call, A's radio from May 1st of 1991. As Ricky Henderson broke Lou Brock's record, I mean, 939 stolen bases. I mean, and he wasn't done yet. And it's just, and I wanted to play the clip, uh, PJ. Feel free to to come back on and and uh, whatnot here. Uh, it's it's really just absolutely incredible because that's a part of the game that we don't see hardly at all anymore. Yeah. Wait, can you hear me? I've got you loud and clear. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, dude, yeah, you're talking about stolen bases. Yeah, I mean, especially what, what's what, how often do we see a stolen base of, of third? That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. They don't steal third base anymore. <laughs> and that's where he, and that's what he did. And it was, uh, iconic. That's an iconic, and that was actually really cool hearing the call of it because, like, I've seen the image so many times of him with the bat. He, when he holds the, the base above his head. Like that, it, just to hear that call though, and like you could feel, like you could feel the importance. And as you said, it's 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 a it's a part of the game that we just don't see anymore. It stinks. It really does. Yeah, and another reason why I wanted to play that clip is to really kind of say and and have the action speak louder than the words that I would say, mm-hmm. which is when baseball. Is when 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 the A's are well, baseball is better. Yes, yes, great, one hundred percent, please, dude. I remember, and I'm sure you do too, because we're same age and you know the same. We're cut from the same cloth, baseball. Yeah, we really class. are. Yeah, um, the O one, you know, the two, the early two thousands A's, the you Hudson know, Zito. Mulder Zito, the big three. Oh man. And, and people, they talk about the pitching of that team, but then you had Chavez, you had Hatterberg. Hada, you had, yeah. You, you had, had it, Jose Guillen. 
Oh, wow. That's a pull. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the A's, when they're good, like they just always seem to be one of the funner teams to, to like pay attention to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You had Mark Kotze. You had Mark oh, Ellis. Oh, Kotze. What a, what a pull, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. man. And, I mean, and uh, you know, Moneyball with the, the Hatterbergs and, and all that. Uh, you know, Hollywood, Hollywood, uh, you know, kind of right. embellished a little bit, but still that, I mean, one of my favorite movies is Moneyball. Yeah. Um, and, and how they had that 20 game win streak yes, in 2001. That's something I said, but okay. But or was we it have, 2002? We're, we're done, we're, we're done with the division. So let me, let me throw this to you before we kind of get into sure. a couple other things. I don't know if we're ever going to see. I don't think I, I thought I, for some reason I had, I think I had a dream that I talked to you about this. So if we didn't now we're getting to do it. So my dream's coming true that I don't know if we're ever going to see an, an MLB team win 20 games in a row ever again. I really don't think that'll ever happen. It, it's, it's tough. I, I agree with you just because of all the access to information that is yes. out there now yes. that didn't exist Hell, even 10 years ago. Yes. That well, it's just not a thing that I, I just it's it's impossible when it happened. I remember I don't know if you remember when the uh like 07 Rockies they went on their like crazy tear. I think they won like 20 in like 23 game, days or something like that. Yeah. Something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, they made carried, the World Series. It's Matt Holiday, all them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They carried it all the way through to the, yes. you know, to the postseason, swept all swept their series, the, and then got swept by the Red Sox. By the Red Sox all that yeah. time off, that time off absolutely took them out of their rhythm. They were, yeah. they, they had no shot at, after the end of game one. They had no shot. I know. I know. Of, I know. of, of, of coming back That's in that stunk. series. It, it was terrible. It, it, I hate the Red Sox. Yeah, they're me, my second. Me least too. Team. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, know. they're they're, they're my they're my least favorite team without a question. I, and I do, root for Matt Barnes. Sure, uh, rightly so. <laughs> and and just to kind of tie back in the A's into the conversation, remember Keith Folk was their closer in 03. Yeah, the um, you're talking about the Red Sox. No, no, Keith Folk was the closer for the A's. In 03, oh, 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 and then yeah, after yeah, that yeah, season, yeah. 04, he went to the Red Sox. Yes, thank you. Okay. Oh, wow, he was on the A's. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, because that, that name was so familiar because he beat my Cardinals, but whatever. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for that. Thanks for that, please. Whatever. Well, and, and then, like, that, <laughs> that, that 03 stands out to me so prominently because uh, I'm sitting there with, with, with my grandparents, uh, you know, the, um, it, which both of them have, uh, they've since passed, but the, um, RIP. E- e- absolutely. And, uh, I, I had the radio on, they had the TV on, like we, we had this whole thing because, because we, we, we enjoyed baseball and they had this clock radio type thing. And I had that on, they had the TV muted. We're listening to the, you know, we're watching the Red Sox A's game. We're thinking, all right, cause Oakland took the first two games at home we're thinking, all right, great, because we absolutely despise Boston. My my <laughs> late grandmother, huge Yankee fan like I am, 
and uh, or I should say, I'm a, I was I'm a huge Yankee fan like she was because <laughs> she yeah, was a Yankee yeah, yeah. fan. Long you got it from her. I, yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I got it from her, but well, I. Well, yeah, I, yeah. no, I, I. She was a I Yankee fan first by plenty, and you know, yes. we don't need instant replay for that review. <laughs> but I and uh, and just seeing how. Um, the Red Sox were just looked absolutely lifeless, and then they went back and they won the two games at Fenway, and then Derek Lowe with the oh, with the bad uh, he had some sort of injury. I'm drawing a complete blank on it. it was, and, and uh, you know, it ultimately, you know, Ken Maka decided not to go with a four man rotation, and that move. Because Oakland ended up losing that game five in Oakland, that ruined his baseball career as a manager. Yeah. He he was done. And that was that still the Zito Mulder. That was the big Hudson. three. Yeah, and that then, was their. They had you know who they also had Rich Harden. Yeah, but Harden wasn't Dan so Heron. Right, right, right. Yeah. But those guys, those guys, it was just Hudson Mulder Zito. Yeah, Ken Maka had so much confidence in those three guys alone. If he had gone they, to four, you never know. Right, right. I mean, because because both Harden and Heron at that point, both perfectly capable of of getting people out. Can I? Can I? I, I mean, there's a couple of moments in Cardinal history that I think we'll touch on one before sure. we end this episode. But um, I'm curious because you talked oh three. What? I mean, that's Marlins, Yankees, World Series, uh, whatnot. What what was your like? What was your experience? What uh, with the with the Boone home run? Oh my I know where I was. God, growing up with uh, Yankee, in a Yankee family, I I know exactly where I was. Yeah, when Boone hit that walk off. What? Yes. You, what, can you just speak on that? Like what your experience? Oh, was vividly, that? absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. vividly. Awesome. That's so awesome. I want to hear this. I want to hear. I this. yeah. So I'm. I'm sitting upstairs in my room at my, at my mom's house and I'm I'm listening to the game and whatnot and you know the whole thing back and forth and I had to be quiet like I couldn't wake anyone up uh but my my sister <laughs> similar experiences like right that. and my Yo, sister man. who cared nothing about baseball uh, could tell how excited and jacked up I was cuz of course I mean this is game 7 of 03 and it went into extra innings yeah. Uh, you know, back when, you know, you actually had to earn your runs in extra innings. God, that rule <laughs> needs to go. Another conversation for another day. Uh, well, no, <laughs> we just had it. And <laughs> it's just, and then Aaron Boone hits that home run. Tim and, Wakefield. Yep. They threw yeah. Tim Wakefield in. He throws that juicy knuckleball. Yep. Oh, it, yep. It, I mean, it was. It was. It was. And, and that was such, what a series. Like, people. Forget how actually epic of a series that was. They forget about it because of the next year, but yes. Well, no, they forget about it because of that one moment. True, but the, you, and the next you year. remember, remember the whole thing with Don Zimmer and and Pedro, Pedro like throwing oh, yes. Don Zimmer they, the ground. Yes, yes. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'll never. I mean, oh four. I'll, I'll oh. obviously never forget as you. We're tied at the hip with 04. I mean, both of our dreams were shattered. 04 is why we're doing this show right now. <laughs> <It's> exactly. 
we wouldn't be we wouldn't be able to do. You know how close we were to a Cardinals Yankees World Series in 04? So close. Uh, oh wait, oh wait, you do know because you were a game away for uh, four games, but that's besides stop. the Stop. I'm about um, to end the zooming. I know, I'm sorry. That was really this. mean to me. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, I know. Man, that was really mean. That's, but that's that you know. Oh, I, I, I get I it. I get it. Your this. team is in the lead. Your your team has the best <laughs> record in the national freaking league. So, so know, you no, so I'm you have kidding. team privilege right now, and you're flaunting it. <laughs> I understand. I can't fault you too much for it. <laughs> no, I didn't do it on purpose. But I, I, I have to tell you this, please. And I was going to say this. All, I was going to save it for when we're off air. But yeah, this has been like, oh, this has been so good so far. Just not to toot our own horns, but like this has been great. Um, it has. But you know, let's let's move on a little bit to two things. So I have, we'll. I think what I want, I wanted to talk about the no hitters. We could briefly touch on it for a second. Four no hitters so far this season. It's it's. Uh, I saw a stat that it's the most in this short of a time frame in baseball history since nineteen seventeen. Really thank thank you thank you. That was the stat I saw. See, this is why this is yin and yang, peanut butter and jelly, as you mentioned. That is us. Um, that that's crazy though. But like, like I don't know if it's the ball. I don't know if it's the fact that the the hitting, other than the St. Louis Cardinals, who are currently have the best record in the National League. It's you said clearly it, the hitting. The yes, yes, I think so too. I think it's I, it's, it's the it's the approach that most teams have now, which is to hit the ball out of the park right. or nothing. Right. Cause it's not the ball. I mean, cause if it, if it yeah, were the no. ball, like the ball wouldn't be jumping off people's bats. No. You wouldn't be seeing a, a pitcher for the Braves hitting a 427. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's pitching right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, you wouldn't see. But that's Acuna, the thing is like, you wouldn't see a Cunha hitting a ball 500 feet practically. And home runs aren't down. Like they're still being hit. So, so, Anything about the ball, I think, is null and void at this point. It's just pitchers are just so much better nowadays, and that's and the approach at the plate has changed so much. And I think that's why we're seeing it. I think we're going to continue to see more. So that's why I didn't want to like touch too much on it, just because I I honestly think we're going to see a, an uptick of no hitters. Yeah, something to something to likely. Keep an eye on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but how about Wade Miley, who up to this point, oh, yeah, has yeah, been yeah. an absolutely dreadful pitcher. Yeah, I I mean I don't know his stats off the top <laughs> of my head. I just know they're not good. Uh I, I you've rarely seen him pitch what even is considered a quality start in today's day and age. Six innings, three runs, which to me is way too generous. Yeah, uh, you know you you should you should be able to you know not give up a run for more than two innings yeah. on average. <laughs> on average. Yeah. And it's, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, Carlos, I mean, you're speaking facts. Yeah. Rodon, that's not a surprise. Uh, you, yeah, you had, uh, what was his name for the Padres? Musgrove. Musgrove. Yeah. Joe Musgrove. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the first one in Padres history, you, you know, that, never that's pay not, for a beer in San Diego ever. Again. Nor should he. And they have no. really good beer out there. Yeah, uh, yeah there's some, a thing too. Oh man, some of the best IPAs. I kind of want to find it. There was a some like place named a something after him. Oh man, I'm not yeah, gonna be able to find uh, the, it now. The Musgrove but, Mule. 
Yeah, was that it? I don't know, but oh, but if that was, I mean, that was amazing on your part. I mean, but if it's not, it's still amazing on my part that it just popped right in. It was my something head. like it was something like that. He, as you said, should never pay for a drink. He should have mo- mo- the amount of babies that are gonna pop out in like eight months. <laughs> Joe is incredible. We'll have to we'll have to track that for the people. Or have Musgrove uh, as a middle name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people getting creative out there. Uh, I mean, because also too, I mean, the Padres have a relevancy that they haven't had in this league in a really long time. Yeah, no, you're exactly. They're 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 kind of in the limelight, as you would say. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, very very cool. And but then who is the, who is the other person? Oh, um, it was John Means. Oh, John Means, Means just the John other Means. day. Cincinnati Reds, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Baltimore Orioles. Oh yes, yeah. sorry, sorry. He, I don't know why I said Reds. Uh, because that was, Miley, that was Miley, Miley, Miley was, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank yeah, you, I you. mean Jonathan Means is. I mean, yes. look, he he means business. Lefty, lefty. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> if unfortunately for him. He's pitching on an absolutely pathetic team yeah. with the Orioles. I mean, they shut out the Mariners six zip. I have an idea for you, PJ. Okay. I, I think I have a solution to a lot of this home run stuff. Oh, boy. Let's hear it. Make the ballparks 400 feet symmetrical Ooh, all around that would with 20-foot high, high fences. I mean, what do you, the polo grounds? Are you familiar? Oh, well, they, the polo grounds was much worse than that. I know, I know, I know. I, I just remember old uh, video games, and like the fences are like four hundred and like thirty feet. <laughs> like center field's like four fifty. Like, well, I mean, at, at Fenway, like Fenway, you look at center field, the triangle's four twenty. Yeah, no, I mean you're not. I mean, most stadiums nowadays they're. Straight center field is right around 400. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea. I I actually, so the, and, you know, we have one thing to get to to end the show, but just to speak on this for another minute, I, they, that would be an interesting rule because that would, that's what it would have to be. If they regulated each stadium to be the same size. I mean, look, it, I I I despise that I even th- felt like I needed to throw that idea out there because I love the different nooks and crannies that and that's baseball. That each ballpark that's baseball. Has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's baseball. But right. But I think it's an interesting topic to at least discuss because it would solve some problems and it it would force players, regardless of where they are, to play in a different way. I mean, and, but honestly, it might not. Honestly, it might make them want to bulk up and hit hit the ball farther. Who knows? Yeah, that I mean, that's true. Or you know, the other thing, like keep the dis keep the distances the way they are, but raise the raise the fences up. Ooh, I like that one too. In area in areas where the fence is less than ten feet high. Raise it, raise it up ten feet, and then areas where it's more than ten feet to twenty feet, raise it five feet, and then twenty and above, you just leave it. I lo- that is, first of all, I'm gonna, I'm going to 
I'm going to steer all of my my good buddies in the direction of this and every episode we do here on the Swinging Bonnie podcast. That is something I'm going to take tomorrow into work and offer as to my baseball fan coworkers. So shout out to you, please. That was I like that. This I'm here I, for it. Yeah, I mean this idea it it popped immediately into my head as we started talking about the yeah, the home like runs that. and the no hitters and all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we have to just wrap up the show by talking about Albert Pujols, who was released by the Angels. Now, what I heard is that this is something he asked for because his playing time was being decreased significantly. Look, it's the last year of a 10-year deal. I mean, it's hard to believe that he played 10 years for the Cardinals and 10 years for the Angels, and... Even though he was batting just barely under 200, he had five home runs. Um, and, uh, like, I mean, it wasn't like he was this completely inept player. It's uh, it's sad, that, especially as a Cardinal fan. No doubt. Do I? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, you know, this will kind of substitute. We did, we did our homer 30s, but so this will kind of be an extension of that. Just, I mean, look, Blaze. We we kind of we talked about 03. I could talk about 05. I could talk about where I was exactly when Pujols hit that home run off of Bradledge in the 05. And when people, I think what people forget is that the Cardinals didn't even make the World Series that year because the Astros beat them in that championship series and then went on to lose to the White Sox in 05. Um, I but I remember exactly that that was the crazy, and it still probably is, other than maybe the 2011 World Series. That home run was one of the craziest things I've ever witnessed as a fan. Um, th- those 10 years, dude. I mean, 01 to 2011. So that's what, nine years old to. Yeah. Yeah. Nine uh, until whatever. about 19. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I love the man. And he's, because of his departure, he's no, I mean, my favorite player of all time is Yadier Molina. That's no, just a fact. Um, no question I mean, well, about it. Close number two is is Albert Pujols, and I think, and Blaze, I I would love to hear your your take on this. I mean, I think bar none, the best player we've seen his entire career of. You know, we were a little too, we were a little younger for Griffey in his prime. Yeah. We were a little younger for Bonds, even though we saw a lot of Bonds. Pujols, even even compare, you could compare. Pujols had a better career than both of those guys. I, or maybe not bonds, but, but well, I don't. I don't think you can necessarily compare the yeah, careers no, simply because it was an infielder versus an outfielder. That's uh, fair. As, That's as fair. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just kind of keeping in mind that we have about two and a half minutes, including the wrap up yes. here. But yes, the yes, yes. the talking pools. Yeah, I mean, the point is, this is a man of incredible consistency. By all accounts, just an absolutely decent human being. I, yes. I was, I, I was very critical of him when he left the Cardinals and signed that deal with the Angels. I mm-hmm. did not like it at all. It sucked. I, I thought, I thought that was a, such a betrayal, and I still do to a degree feel I, that that it was a betrayal to a city that he could have had a key to. Oh, <laughs> let's be honest. Statue, should have had a statue. Yeah, and and look, as the Cardinal fan here. Of course I hated it. And 
But what I kind of say, and what I've told myself, of, of, would I have loved for him to be a lifelong Cardinal? Of course, just like Yachty. But I don't think we have Goldschmidt, and I, I hate saying we. I don't, I don't think the Cardinals have Goldschmidt. I don't think they have Gold, uh, Arenado without the departure of Pujols because that contract was just – it was an albatross regardless. And that's not his fault. He got his money and he took it, and that's fine. But that all being said – I don't know where he's going to end up. I don't know if he'll even get another job. I I would love for him to just have a bench role in the Cardinals. That would be ideal for me. But regardless, please, I just I I'm glad we were able to take a couple minutes to talk about Albert Pools and arguably one of the best players me and you have ever seen. No doubt about it. I think the I actually think the White Sox make a lot of sense because they're yeah, but down. Larusa said Larusa said no, so I don't know. Well, well that could be pandering as well. You I never. Know. Know. I don't. Larusa. I'm not a fan of Larusa right now. So. Well, I mean, it, it's <laughs> you, you know, I I I'm not even looking at it from that perspective. They've got a couple of people that are Robert that, just got hurt. Yeah, yeah Roberts and 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 yeah. some others. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I mean that would. That would make sense, but I think what Pujol should do, if, if I were him in this spot right now, as we have to wrap up how apropos that yeah. I'm going to say, that he should just sign a one-day contract with the Cardinals, retire, retire as a Cardinals, and call it a yep. career. And we have yep. to call it a show, my guy. Yes. Great show. Absolutely. Love you. Love talking Pujols. Love talking baseball with you, as always. Um, Swinging Blindly Podcast. Yes. Uh, Facebook.com slash Swinging Blindly podcast on twitter at swinging blindly you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts as well and thanks uh, to the pacifica radio network for Shout out. giving us a voice on a community radio space my guy if we swing and miss who cares right who cares because we're swinging for the fences blindly and who cares absolutely we'll be back out of the bullpen in a couple of weeks